This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It is our number five of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. Got some uh, really good content here. I think you're going to enjoy it as uh, we take a look at what one of the best teams in the NFL is doing. They are alive. And there's, I believe, a couple of lessons in here uh, for the Cowboys to look at, or at least a couple of very interesting talking points. Okay, before we get there, and the topic is going to be how the Bengals are getting an edge against the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, the Cowboys have begun making changes to their coaching staff, reports Mike Garofolo, NFL Network, linebackers coach George Edwards, running backs coach Skip Pete, who are both on expiring contracts, will not return next season, sources say. So... I guess you're moving on to a different. Does this a sign that they're not going to bring Zeke back? Because uh, you know, I know he got along well with Skip Pete. I, I don't know. And then the defensive assistant. That one's really interesting because he's been given a lot of credit for for a lot of the moves they've made. The Edwards one fascinates me uh, because I, I don't know. I don't know if this is a sign of maybe they think they have a chance to retain Dan Quinn that he's not going to end up either getting or taking one of these jobs or two. Even if Dan Quinn does leave they've decided that George Edwards is not somebody that they see that they want to take over as the defensive coordinator hmm. uh, because that was a candidate that we've always discussed could be an internal position to move up and fulfill those shoes. So that one's interesting. But Skip Pete has had multiple tenures here as the running backs coach with the Cowboys. This is his, uh, I think, second time yeah. around. Yeah, it is. And I, you know what, uh, George, I worked with George um, – when uh, when he was with Mike Zimmer, you know, in the early two thousands, I have the utmost respect for George. I think right now, if you asked Micah Parsons, who's helped him along, you know, the Dan Quinns and stuff like that, I think George Edwards would get a lot of praise from Micah Parsons and for what he's been able to do. When Micah first came here and all that, George did a lot of work with him one on one and stuff like that, trying to get him ready to play. Uh, it it is a little bit, uh, you know fascinating what direction they might go George replaced and I think it was Scott McCurley who McCarthy brought from Green Bay that was the linebackers coach and then they made all those changes and stuff when Dan Quinn came in and Dan put George in charge of the linebackers and they kind of demoted Scott McCurley so I don't know maybe maybe McCarthy's thinking that he wants to elevate Scott back up now the the contracts run out and stuff like that could be you know, that kind Maybe of George goes with Dan if Dan leaves. Who knows? I'd be interested. Like I say, George is, I think George is a really good coach. Skip Pete's a, a really good guy, too. He gets along with everybody. He's one of those types of guys. But I think George, I mean, he, he'll, I, I think George will land on his feet somewhere. I really, really Both do. have done a great job here. Yeah. All righty. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. And stick around. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to have such great Cowboys content for the offseason. Free agency is coming up now in just five weeks. 
and then we'll be heading for the NFL draft and uh and we're going to we're going to have the best coverage as always for you. Okay, I got this uh, chart up here from Benjamin Solak who is uh an NFL uh, repo- reporter for The Ringer and uh, he does a show on Spotify and talks a lot of quarterback stuff. And he tweets this. Here's the average time to throw for the five elite quarterbacks over the last 3 seasons. Then their time to throw against Lou and Arumo's defenses. Do you notice a trend? And the interesting thing, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, when they get against the elite quarterbacks with the Bengals, instead of speeding them up, they're dropping more and more guys back. Even though they have two good pass rushers, those elite quarterbacks are getting somewhere between a quarter of a second and a half a second longer against the Bengals that do have a great defense to throw the ball. So Lou's idea is it's an elite quarterback. If you send anything extra, they're going to throw to where the pressure's coming from. They have this hacked, right? Um, What we're going to do is not worry about getting to him because we can't do that. The great quarterbacks and the great coordinators have totally changed time to throw that you go back 15 years and like the the quickest time to throw is not even average now. So they have taken away the ability to get sacks from everybody that's not super fast. Like if you're Micah Parsons, if you're Nick Bosa, you can still get to the quarterback. But the guys that can't destroy you and then make that final move to the quarterback in less than three seconds, you're, you're not going to sack the QB. Mm-hmm. And So Lou's adjustment is to say, well, let's stop worrying about it so much. And we're going to focus on creating this fog, right? As soon as he starts to look like, oh, my goodness. And the results against the elite quarterbacks really speak for themselves with what the Bengals are doing right here. I think, number one, you know, defensively, you got to move in that direction if you're not already, uh, especially against the elite QBs. The Cowboys did that, right? Dan Quinn did that. So it's kind of a pat on the back for Dan Quinn. Like, hey, we're playing the Buccaneers. Maybe instead of playing one safety back like we've done all season long, we're going to have two safeties back. And I, I think that is is genius. But here's the real thing. When, when it comes to Dak, what the Bengals are doing against elite quarterbacks to get this edge is what almost – the entire NFL is doing to Dak. And I say almost because the Minnesota Vikings were complete idiots uh, on that day. Um, you know, and, and some teams are going to make that big mistake where they're like, oh, no, we got to stop the running game. But it kind of goes to, you know, to what Chiafalo is saying, like, let them run. Um, we're going to defend the pass and, and sort of sell out in order to do that. Maybe even at the expense of QB pressure. Uh, I, I think that's absolutely fascinating. And I, I think the... The counter to it has to be better offensive line and running game, isn't it? If you're looking at if you're the Cowboys and you're looking at this dynamic, um, let's see here. I mean, yes, uh, or or have like a you know a crazy, a crazy dominant quarterback, which is not necessarily something that's overly plausible. So even Mahomes, right? How do you lose to the Bengals three times in a row? Well, they have good talent. They're dropping everybody, like rushing the passer against the elite quarterbacks it's a nice plan if you can get it and you're talking about rushing the passer as in blitzing yeah yeah because i mean cuz i mean getting pressure with four is still badass and the, and the Bengals have at least one top tier edge rusher in Trey Hendrickson right yeah. I think, hubbard's good too i think it was yeah. espn was showing mahomes qbr 
based on certain rushers and when it's the when it's when they only rush 3 his QBR is like in the 20s that's when it's at the lowest mm-hmm. so it's when they rush 3 and they're dropping and basically clogging up and congesting the middle of the field. Yeah, they were bad on offense. Remember last year they had all those problems when teams were playing zone defense against them, the Ravens, the Chargers. I'm trying to think, I think the Bills. I think there were some teams that just started, like you say, the clogging cover stuff, and and those were games like early. I think they lost like three games early in the season. They weren't doing anything. And then they played the Cowboys too. And, the you know, the Cowboys were kind of trying to do the same thing but there were teams that were just dropping more into coverage and making him have to read it yeah. than they were like coming after him. Hasn't the idea always been you let a you let a good quarterback sit back there, he's gonna pick you apart. There they have decided we're gonna let him sit back there and we're gonna have man coverage plus a zone back here. We got we got two thirds of our defense back here. We can't get to him in time to affect him. We're we're just going to sit back here, and I, I think it's a huge opportunity for teams that want to counter team build on that. Yeah, it's. I mean, to me, I, I, I that game the other day, I was just grateful they were able to get pressure on. You know, yeah. it, it was. I mean, to me, I felt like the, really the only you had a good game plan. Against yeah, that. I felt like, and that, and that's, and they got elite to me some elite weapons. I mean, well, okay. okay, all pro weapons. Yeah, right. when you look at, you know, with how they play, so. All right, that's that's fine. I find it more interesting than you guys. No, no, uh, I mean, no, I no, find no. it extremely I, interesting <laughs> yeah. and, and No, I can move on. <laughs> no, it, it's it, it is something that maybe the they noticed that quarterbacks really love to go for the big play and now quarterbacks are having to check themselves on that and they've realized that especially against the elite quarterbacks, the elite quarterbacks are better at recognizing uh pressure. Yeah. Then they are really reading through secondaries and progressions and processing. Uh, and so so that might be what what's happened here. But I do find it fascinating and it, and it's an, it's a very, very interesting situation. And the, and the Bengals got some good players defensively. Uh, but not great ones. Not great not ones. Great ones not yeah. great ones. They Especially got, in the secondary outside of Jesse Bates. Yeah, outside of Bates. Uh, it's it's a it's a very interesting thing, and I wonder how much of it involves them really disguising the coverage that they're getting into. Yeah. You know, like they're not bringing pressure, and then they're also pre- and post-snap really throwing the kitchen sink at you from a coverage standpoint and, and what they're doing with it. Yeah, it's, it's a weird deal. It is. There's a lot that goes into it, and I'm serious. I, I was ready to move on from that story because I wanted to get to this Tim Kalashaw one as well. Now, usually I don't like talking about Tim stuff because uh, it's not creative enough, but it's this is basically a G-bag segment that he's written a column on, and it combines a lot of our, our, our different frustrations and ideas. Uh, Tim's headline today, the Cowboys' biggest problem is an unfixable Jerry Jones one, and he says, and Dak Prescott isn't free of the blame either here. Cowboys have a Jerry Jones problem and a Dak Prescott problem and says the biggest thing uh, he looks at is that you're competing against 31 other groups of guys who are working to keep their jobs every season. Sean and RJ and Bobby had a good conversation about this morning and Sean made a good point that you can't have it both ways saying the Cowboys have done a really good job building through the draft and putting good players in a position and then say it's Jerry Jones fault. But I, I think it's subtle. And I think it actually is. He's not finishing the roster build. He's wasting the great draft years by not being afraid of losing his job. 
You know, if this is another GM and they've had all these great drafts in a row and they're like, wow, look at all this talent, he would still be getting fired. Just like Jason Garrett was fired, right? That's what ultimately happened with Jason Garrett. You got a good team that makes the playoffs. You can't get over the hump. You know, if a GM had been tied to Jason Garrett in 2019, 2020, he would have said, wow, I'm about to get fired if I don't win the Super Bowl. 31 other teams have that fear. Fear is a great motivator. And I think ultimately that's going to be the legacy of, of the last half of his ownership tenure. 100%. I mean, trying to team build for a Super Bowl and neglecting all the avenues in which you can do the team build whether it be because you're just not scared that you're going to lose your job or you have such a hubris about the way you draft that you feel like that's really the only necessary way you have to go about it. You should be you should be going for it as much as possible if you're not fearful of your job. Amen. That to me is the, right. that's the thing that bothers me the most is that you know if you want to take a conservative approach and try not to wreck your cap and give up picks and all that I'm 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 playing on the I'm playing on the thing like you know what if if this works hey we're gonna look great if it doesn't so what yeah. you know and there's a lot of GMs out there that to the point I know that guy in Indianapolis I said it early Chris Ballard you know if he moves up in the draft and the quarterback doesn't work and he gave up like next year's a 2024 one to go move or gave a bunch of other picks that's not his problem anymore mm-hmm. he's gonna get fired you know here. You know, you should you should take the Chris Ballard approach. It's like, yeah, let's go for it. You know, let's yeah. let's let, you know what what's what's going what's the harm here? Well, for them, it's they want to be relevant so they can have great playoff uh, TV ratings for the league, great national primetime ratings for a lot of the year. This is this is the biggest thing that scares Jerry Jones. What if I'm not good enough to save our TV ratings? What if? We missed the playoffs three years in a row because we do go for it, and now the fans really get bored and, wow. and, and look for something else. See, he's greedy. He really wants to win a Super Bowl, but he's afraid of not being able to save the league's TV ratings and his brand losing tread by not being in the playoffs consistently. Right. And you have to be willing to sacrifice something or be willing to risk something to get to the top. Yeah, maybe those three years when the 2000, 2001, 2002, being 5 and 11 straight, 5 and 11, th- three straight years. Yeah. Maybe that changed him like i don't ever want to go through that again you know because you know we gave up picks to go get joey galloway and guys you know i mean he maybe he's looked at that and said you know what that's that's not me anymore that's not me at all i don't want to go through that whole bit okay uh maybe michael irvin's uh gonna get taken to task here because he is amongst the people who have been critical of dak prescott Appeared in an interview on 97.5, the game. I've always loved Dak, and I think he's an incredible guy. There's lots of things that we give Dak that I, I say he doesn't deserve. This one he does. The issue was you got to graduate every grade before you win a championship. Dak was throwing a lot of interceptions this year. you got to get through games like this without any picks before you can win a championship. He didn't graduate that class, and that's why you're no longer in school, not in the playoffs. Strong criticism from Michael Irvin. It, it, it surprised me how many different guys were – uh, we're seeing whether it's the team official account or, or David Moore or now Michael Irvin here, uh, I, I believe, taking their criticism of Dak Prescott to uh, to previously unprecedented heights. He's just being honest, man. He's just being honest, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, we can all like Dak, but those those were costly, and it cost the Cowboys. I it think cost them a chance. I think we're close to being the final year of Dak Prescott. Wow. I think so. Wow. I think so because to me, if you go out and you make coaching changes and 
say it involves the offense and all that. I, I, I'm just going to, I'm just being real honest. I don't think there's anything new I've said. I just feel like the, the year of 2023 is, it's, and I'm not going to use the word of evaluation because it's going to be the guy's eighth year. We're kind of done evaluating. Yeah, we're done evaluating right here. You, you are who you are. You know, and now if these new coaches come in or McCarthy takes more of a, or, you know, takes more of a role in play calling and you lose Kellen Moore or they move on from him, now it's, now it's on if you've changed all this stuff, now it's on Dak. You know, now it's like these guys like, hey, we, we, can't, we can't get over the top with this guy. So I think you're closer to actually the end than you are any kind of going forward here. Yeah, right. I I have a bet with Mike. The same thing, right? Basic. Yeah. I think it's a hundred bucks. He said by twenty twenty six, Dak will still be the Cowboys' quarterback. And I didn't know how to go with it, but Mike wanted to bet so bad, and it's like three years from now that I was like, fine, I'll take the bet. Sure. Yeah. I think it's kind of like fifty fifty. Yeah, uh, see, that's what I'm saying. If it doesn't, if it doesn't work out, if if you make all these changes and it doesn't work out, then now you're now you're like because you're it's now it's 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 more even more expensive to play poker now. Yeah. You know, you waited on his contract. You know, you waited to get that. You're going to keep waiting? No, you're not going to wait Could anymore. it be a bad year like um, like Jared Goff? They had to miss the playoffs and be, what, 7-9. and nine, And they're like, we can't win like this. I mean, if they keep making the playoffs, and I think there's enough good players on the roster, there's going to be a good defense probably for the next two years. Yeah. I, I just don't know if the team can lose enough. That's why I'm 50-50 on well, it. Well, if, if you get in the playoffs and you don't win, if you don't get to, you know, say you don't, you know, this year the hey, you made it. You made the divisional round. Good for you. But you know, this guy is he's two and four in playoff games. He's lost two divisional games. I mean, we'll see what in 2016 his rookie year and all that. But you know, now you're going to start looking at it and go, well, this guy can't get it done. He all can't right. get it done in these big games. All righty, gentlemen, appreciate the discussion on on those topics. Would Mike McCarthy get hired if you use these standards? Wolchuk has the top ten rules for hiring a coach, and that's coming up next year in the nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rest, two more... 
You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Shoot ya, boy. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3. The fan segment is brought to you by Window Nation. Go to windownation.com slash home show. It is time now for Zach Wolchuk, and here he is, the Wooly Bully. Thank you very much. We got 10 rules for hiring an NFL head coach. We got some teams right now that are in the process of doing so, and uh, we opened the show with the Panthers, who interviewed Kellen Moore yesterday. Um, and or Monday, I should say, and, and it doesn't look like they're going to be hiring Kellen Moore because they want a more more of a veteran head coaching presence. They've got Steve Wilkes, who took over as the interim head coach, that has a uh, a lot of good remarks, good comments coming from those players within that building. He's going to get a second interview with them, and then Frank Reich is also getting a second interview with them. So I don't know if those are the two finalists, but Ian Rappaport is saying that those are guys that they're very, very interested in. Uh, and then, of course, we're waiting to hear about Dan Quinn as he's making the rounds of interviews. But this is always fun. We've got Brian Broaddus a part of our show here because Brian's been been a part of this and uh, knows some of, of what goes into hiring an NFL head coach. And this is courtesy of Shale Kapadia of The Ringer. So mm. rule number one, hire a person, not a scheme. And Kapadia writes, you're looking for a leader, not an X's and O's savant. Now, if you get both, that's great, but nothing's more important leadership the head coach is the person who sets the tone for every department in the building they need to be authentic and willing to put in the time to build relationships throughout the organization Hmm. they're going to need to be able to communicate with everyone the front office the owner the assistants the players the staff the equipment staff the media and so on they're the voice of the franchise the person who needs to keep everyone grounded when things are going well and to take responsibility when things are going badly i love that what what was the title on that one uh, hire a person, not a scheme. You know, I, I think as you go through these, I'm going to vote, does Dan Quinn represent this trait better or does Mike McCarthy represent this trait better? I think right now DQ's a home run at keep, subject yeah, number one. We'll keep score. But Mike McCarthy's pretty good. Yeah, I, I think both are good, but I think in terms of just leadership and commanding a room, my vote would go with DQ. There's a lot of people over there that think that Mike's gotten better at this stuff. I think Mike's doing a great job. Yeah, I don't. Mike, Mike's holding people together, and you know, there's you know when they go through some the times where they have the locker room gets sick or you know the player gets hurt yeah. or whatever, that he is very very mindful of that. He's he's more he's they feel like that he's more of a people person than maybe Jason Garrett was. Jane talked yeah. a lot yeah. about him humanizing himself and building relationships yeah. over the you last You can hear it with Sean and, and RJ. Yeah. You yeah. can. You Absolutely. know, he, he's, he might more laid back. But what does Kapadia say? You draft the person, not the – or you, you hire the person, not the scheme, but if you can get both. That's great. Dan Quinn's both. Mm. McCarthy's got the leadership stuff. He's figured that out. What yeah. scheme does he have? He doesn't have bleep. Well, he see, what he did is he hired Dan Quinn. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, McCarthy did hire Dan Quinn. Mm-hmm. Good hire. So, so that's what I'm saying. That's But his X's and O's. Chief's saying he doesn't have X's and O's. See, in, that, on no, his no, that's what I'm saying. I don't think Mike wants anything to do with X's and O's anymore. Right. I think Mike is, if Mike can continue to hire coaches like Dan Quinn, then he doesn't, he just I, has to, just has to be what we're talking about. Hire and that's going to go against him. You know, that's going to go against him. I, I think you can be a fine head coach without knowing the X's and O's, but I need you to be able to help the OC and the DC. <laughs> I can't just have you delegate that. I think that he I think he helped the OC this year. Okay. I think and, and I'm just saying this this way. I think when when it was remember we were talking earlier in the year when 
when Dak went down, it's like, listen, bro, you can't throw the ball every snap with uh, Cooper Rush. Yeah. We've got to figure out something. They got a good defense over there. We need to kind of figure these things out. Sorry, Wolchuk. We got we got to get through these. Number two, find a coach who understands <laughs> what their job is. So Mike Tomlin appeared on the Pivot podcast. Okay. He said, "Quote: I love to hear coaches resist the responsibility of coaching. They'll talk negatively about a dude that can't learn and blah blah." Man, if everybody yeah. can learn, we'd need less coaches, right? Yep. Yeah. If the group didn't need management, then we wouldn't make as much. I love reading draft evaluations and somebody talking about yep. anything other than pedigree, talking about how poor somebody's hand usage is. Yep. Well, that's coaching. I don't run away from coaching. I run to coaching. Yep. That's all it is. So, unfortunately, not all coaches seem to understand this. They make excuses about personnel. They blame execution. One of the first lines of a coach's job description should be get the players to execute. That's the job of a coach. Yeah, he's he's not he's not wrong about that. I had sort of a Twitter question today. Someone was talking about with the quarterback in San Francisco and guys missing and all that. And I'm like, we're in the business of tearing people down when it comes to scouting, like what they can't do, instead of talking about what they can do. Amen. You know, that's that's the problem. And I, I think I, I'm right with Mike on that one. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. When it comes to drafting, that's something I think we've we've learned as of late. Like when you look at the player, look more about what they can do than they can't do, right. and then and then lean in on that. The yep. best coaches say, okay, like Belichick did it for years. He never had stalwart players for the most part in a lot of areas. But okay, you do this well, so this is going to be your job. I'm not going to make you do something that you don't do well. And that's something that you can you can go into, I guess, with coaches. Also. And, and Mike McCarthy is pretty good at that. But I think, again, Dan Quinn's a home run. Yeah, no doubt. Last 10 years at it. Okay, make sure they can build out a strong staff. Now, this was something, certainly, that maybe Mike McCarthy didn't do at first, right? This is yeah. a big part of the interview process, and rightfully so. Yes. A coach can be terrible at many aspects of their job. Yes. But if they nail this one... They can probably still still keep things afloat. Absolutely. The, the first thing, if I were to interview a coach, would be or a head for a head coaching position. Tell me who your staff is, and if you if you if you can name all these guys, and I have some familiarity with them, and I can learn what kind of coaches they are, it's going to help me a lot more. That's why I asked you, Gavin, that question. If Dan Quinn and a guy he picks as the offensive coordinator, would it be better than who Mike McCarthy? picks as an offensive quarterback. Probably I'm going to give an, I'm going to give three straight advantages to Dan Quinn cuz he had Kyle Shanahan next time it was time for him to fill out a staff. Yeah. And the last time this was really on Mike McCarthy, he hired Mike Nolan and the caveman coach of the 49ers, Tom Sula. Yeah. He was bad. See, nope. that's what I'm saying. You you have to. You have to. No, you're have 100% those staffs. right. Yeah. And you and again, that comes back to don't hire your friends his all the time. He might, might he might have learned from his hire. lessons, but but his scorecard is bad. Yeah. His overall scorecard's not good. He's got Philbin rocking in there still because he's a buddy. Well, Philbin's without a job or without a contract right now. If they move on from Philbin and some guys like that, then maybe McCarthy's got this thing kind of figured out, mm. I think. Number four, find someone who's willing to give players a voice. NFL head coaches tend to have huge egos, and some certainly think that they're the stars. Others realize that they're only as good as their players. You want the latter. That means creating an environment where players can let their personalities show. It's also one of the things that some guys like Mike Tomlin happen to be the best at. Oh, he's really good at that, yeah. 
Yeah, Pete Carroll, like a, a lot of great coaches. This is Red Auerbach's gift. Yeah. You know, way back in the day in the 60s and 70s when coaches, you know, were like drill instructors, he was the coolest dude in the Celtics organization and it allowed them to build an incredible roster. So I think that's huge. And I think Mike's good at it. How about this one? Number five is prioritize offensive efficiency. In the past 10 years, 35 of the 40 teams that played in the conference championships had a top 10 offense, according to Pro Football Outsiders DVOA metrics. That means if you don't acknowledge that offensive efficiency is king, you're probably going to get left behind. I'd say that's that's a big home run for Mike, just looking at the results the last two years. They've obviously been prioritizing it. Yeah, and even the guys in the Final Four right now, offensive coaches. Made, made made some pretty big adjustments, you know, this year. Um, and 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 you know, we'll we'll see if they continue down this path. I don't think you can have another draft where you're focusing on the defense without the offense yeah. starting to get away. And from it's you. not to say, look, if you're a defensive minded coach, you're not you're going to be a bad head coach. Tomlin, another defensive minded coach. Uh, you can look at Sean McDermott, defensive minded coach. But it does seem as though the game has transitioned more towards if you can kind of give yourself some kind of difference maker. On the offensive side of the football, you're going to be ahead of the game there. 469 says, this is why I don't listen, because Dawson seems to forget how much Mike has changed the team, but he's been after his job from day one. I've pivoted. You know, um, I, I gave Mike a lot of credit for a lot of the good things that he's done. I just think Dan Quinn is an all-star, right? A, a, a superstar at these traits that we've been given uh, to I, so far. I feel like I've been far worse towards Mike than you have. Yeah, this year. Oh, no, I, yeah. I, I went after him. From the beginning. Per, yeah, from the beginning, yeah, absolutely. Number six, emphasize the need for flexibility. And we talked about this yesterday, and that's also a feather in Dan Quinn's hat, but also maybe McCarthy a little bit. At least McCarthy realized maybe he wasn't given a, ch- a choice in the matter, but he moved on, realized he made a, a bad decision with Nolan and brought yeah. in Dan Quinn. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. you know. I I think I think flexibility is something that he's good at. They're they're asking, you know, a lot from the offense to change throughout the year and, and getting Cooper Rush to play the way that he did and trying to bring some of that stuff in there. But again, it's not as good as what Dan Quinn does. No. Trends change. You've got to be able to be flexible. You've got to adjust and then have an advantage. Number seven, make sure the coach has a plan for game management. Okay, now games Ooh. game management is an issue. Nathaniel Hackett, everybody, right? That dude was horrible this year. Coaches are going to brag about working 20-hour weekdays, sleeping on mattresses in their office, blah, blah, blah. You got analytic staffs, but you got to make sure you got a game day plan to how to approach this thing. Better have that, not putting on the opponent's 40. Sure. Yeah, I'm going N.A. I, I don't know. I mean, Mike's not good at it. I, I don't, don't know either. if Dan Quinn is good I, at I it, though. It's really hard. I think you poke a hole in every coach. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that is, the, that is the one quality that seems to go by the wayside of all these great coaches for the Andy most part. Reed. Yeah, Andy Reid has been been caught in the water on it. I mean, you've seen. We saw Shanahan even this past pretty week. Shanahan, yeah, yeah Shanahan. Right half. For as great as he is as an offensive mind, and he continues to get his teams deep into these playoffs, and sometimes the Super Bowl is clearly a really good coach. And even for him, it's a struggle at times because it's all happening right now. And it's not it, every week is different. All the variables are different. How much time? What's the score? How many timeouts? Where are we on the field? And this is all, I can't plan for this. Every game is a, is a new one in and of itself. I can't wait till there's a team, if there ever is one, that really freaking nails this. Yeah. You know, I keep saying you need a game management team to advise you, but there's so many things that you mentioned right there, Chief, that have to be considered on the spot. Like, the best you can do is just be like, okay, these five things, answer, and then go with it, right? right. And it might be wrong, and it probably is half 
half the time wrong. So much just taken. Yeah. But you have to be able to know how the game is going. You, the you're flow, watching yeah. the game, and all of a sudden you're thinking, we're not going to have many more possessions here. Sure. They're not going to give us many more first downs. We're not moving the ball today. I'm going to have to take some chances. You have to be playing that way in your mind as you're standing on the sidelines watching the game. And you I know, think the quarterback is super important, too. You have to have a QB that can help you. Oh, no, you have yeah. to. It, 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 Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Shanahan got worked the other day. I mean, his plan was going along well, and his back ran out of bounds. Right. Yeah. And or, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, damn, now I have to recalculate everything that I just thought about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Purdy holds onto the ball, and yeah. almost they run out of time, yeah. you know, and, and they're lucky that he threw it away just in time with one second off to get that field mm-hmm. goal before half, or else they'd have come away with no points. There. Well, and even more egregious than that, the even why they were in that chance where Purdy could have botched it at the end is because they just urinated 30 seconds yeah. away as Absolutely. if they didn't need it, yep. which was just, I don't understand. Here's the final ones. Number eight, cast a wide net during the interview process. Process. Please do. 100%. And that's Please something do. I do get critical on the Cowboys. Yes. They seem to just Cowboys do like one or two done. interviews Please and we've, we've just yeah. zeroed in on a guy. Get tired, yeah. You know, go ahead and do multiple interviews. Number nine, don't get duped by the heavyweight endorsement. This is a trap that owners fall into. Parcells. Belichick is the greatest coach of his generation. He endorsed Judge to the Giants. That yeah. didn't work out. Peyton Manning is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He endorsed Adam Gase to the Jets. Whoops. Just because a guy says, hey, this dude's awesome. Don't yeah. always believe no, that. No, Go cow- ahead and see for yourself. Cowboys took an endorsement on Micah McCarthy, and I think it was just from a journalist. Jay, they, they, Jay Glazer. They, they end up getting lucky. And then number 10 in the final rule for hiring a head coach. <laughs> define, you might still not like him, Brian. No, I'm good. Yeah. And this one we all know so well because you've been talking about this, Brian, with Sean Payton. Define the coach, general manager power structure. Oh, yeah. Because this needs to be laid out from the beginning. Because politics can take over NFL buildings, and the power struggle happens all the time. All the time. Okay, I only ruled on the first six because the last four just, you know, either were N.A. or it was more of a front office thing. But as far as the traits that you're looking from in a head coach, I got uh, Dan Quinn getting one, two, three, four and a half to one and a half. Four and a half to one and a half. That's a three to one ratio. It's an easy deal. If uh, you hear from Arizona, Denver, or Indy, that uh, they want Dan Quinn, you call Mike McCarthy and let him know that he's got a chance to be your new offensive coordinator. I love Or he can go back to Wisconsin where he really wants to be. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, Woolchuck. Thank you. All righty, when we come back, it is time to cross talk with the Get Right, Reggie and KG throwing heat, warming up in the bullpen. You can hear the gloves popping from here, and they'll tell us what they have coming up on the show next in the nation. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back, Nation. It's been a fun one. When Brian bowed up on on Chia following our 5 o'clock segment during the B. John Robinson discussion, I knew it was a show for the ages. I got to turn my mic off for the last five minutes of that segment and just enjoy the show. It is uh, portions of that going viral uh, across Twitter. We're going to mix with the get right here in just a second, see what they got cooking. Tomorrow night, Rangers Hot Stove Show, 7 to 8, performance showroom. Sandler's going to join the get right. You'll have Taylor Hearn and Brock Burke down there. We're at 75 Vitsy. Ranger fans, just come on by. We'll be having a hot stove party tomorrow night, 7 to 8. Of course, Rangers Fan Fest is Saturday, but... 
Registration is now open for your chance to play in one of the coolest paper football tournaments in America. 105 through the fan.com. You, 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 can, uh, you can sign up for a, for a slot in our fan bowl tournament. $3,000 in prize money is up for grabs, including a $1,500 first prize. And this is Saturday, February 4th inside Revolver Brewing at Texas Live. Register for your chance at being in at 105thefan.com and click on the contest tab. That is February 4th, Revolver Brewing at uh, Texas Live. And the Get Right joins us now here in the nation. Reggie KG, good evening. How are you? Okay. I'm Marty over the B. John Robinson, the Dallas Cowboys thing. It's what happened? He actually called me when y'all was doing this segment and got mad. So. <laughs> I did actually call you. Wait, were you the one that texted Broadus saying bleep that guy? No, no. I was in my car shouting that, actually. No, I'm just joking. Uh, I was like, it's already, what, it's, the season ended on Sunday. Yeah. I told Broadus this last night. I was like, Brian, I wasn't ready to talk, like, draft stuff. Like, he's like, Kev. We had a, a draft show today. I know. He's like, Kev, get a grip. Like, mm-hmm. the season hits you in the face. It punches you in the face. It's like a brick wall. You slam into the wall like, and you get over stop. Yeah. I wouldn't be willing to talk about anybody, but Bijan, he seems to have such a grip on a lot of fans, and yeah. the Cowboys are going to need a running back. Yeah. Do you, think they'd, do you think they'd consider taking him at 26, KG, and why are you so out on the discussion already? Because I wasn't ready to talk about it. That's all. Oh, he's, he's yeah. just, he just yeah. got yeah. the whiplash. I just, I just wasn't ready to talk about it. Although, to be fair, right? Like, I, I mean, think that'd be cool if he was here. I mean, that'd be great. You got four hours of radio tonight. Let's go. Let's go. I know, right? There's some other stations talking about what they want to talk about. They ain't doing so good. All right, Brian. Oh, hey, 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 hey. All right. Hey, no, all right. but this is, the, this is the thing about the B. John Robinson thing, right? It feels like everybody, and I'm going to include myself in this, like as fans or whatever, if we were drafters, we'd be Al Davis, right? Like, or we, we would be the what, give like, me Darius Hayward, the way that, where he at? The way that the Cincinnati Bengals do this, it's like, hey, what's the big schools? Yeah, who do they have? Right? Who's Ohio State coming out? Who's, who who's coming out from over there? Yeah. Ohio, from Oklahoma? Who's coming uh-huh. out from like these big schools? Uh-huh. And the tough thing about it is, like, m- maybe that could be successful, and we've seen ways in which it has. I feel like when it comes to the NFL level, you got to be a little bit more thorough than just I'm going to watch the game, the big games in the Saturday 325 window <laughs> and we'll be good. Yeah. So, I, I mean, th- I think that's my thing with the B. John Robinson thing is like, yo, he's incredible. Don't get me wrong. Like, don't get me twisted in any way. I just feel like we need to go through the process of this and like actually look at all of these things and see what you can actually go and find. Because if you if you go that way, you miss out on a lot of gems like an Isaiah Pacheco out of the seventh round, you know. Or Deuce Vaughn, maybe, out of K-State. Look, I love me some Deuce Vaughn. Oh, I love Deuce Vaughn. (laughs) Deuce Vaughn's awesome. I'm afraid to put my name on that because I'll be very sad if it doesn't work out. I mean, he got the old cowboy connection, right? You know? Oh, yeah. Like, doesn't his dad work for the Yeah, his dad's a scout. Yeah, Yeah. work for the Cowboys, so, you know, maybe. Well, it was it was a damn good debate earlier, and I look forward to continuing that. Was uh, out here cussing each other out or something? I, I yeah, that. That, was, that was yesterday okay. with Wolchuk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know that. I, yeah, I know about that. But you, you guys know. know how I roll. By the way, we didn't call each other, but I like what you got going on over there. I'm just now seeing I this. Like what you got going on there. <laughs> wow, are you guys wearing the exact same hoodie right now? Oh, yeah, we are. That's strong. Like See, us Husky brothers got to stay together when it comes to, you know, hoodies and things like that. You know, it's the, Big whole, love. It's the whole uh, Andrew y'all, Whitworth look. Y'all could have you know, gotten different colors, though. Are you are you wearing blue jeans right now, Waltrip? I'm wearing blue jeans. Hell okay, yeah, so look at you guys, man. The same deal. This is fantastic. Boom. That's cute. The question adorable. is, how often do you wash your blue jeans? Now, what was more offensive, Eric hmm. Chiafalo's take about uh, uh, about Bijan Robinson or Which Trayvon one? Diggs? Did you hear that one? 
What you say about mm-hmm. Trey, Trayvon Diggs? Well, the, the sorry, I got a day job, so I can't listen to you. No, so no, I bad. feel you, bro. I've been there, been there, done that. Uh, let's see. Well, I, we were discussing like what's your least favorite take that is going down over the last forty-eight to seventy-two hours. The Cowboys mm-hmm. lose, and for me, it's the people that have been coming to the defense of Trayvon Diggs, particularly on the Kittle oh, play, where oh. he intentionally didn't make contact with him. A little all-lay action there. And then, yeah, and then I propelled that with he's the guy, like I'm drafting his replacement in round one. Oh, oh damn. It's, it's him. Not that I'm getting rid of him right now, damn. but he, he's not going to get the big contract. I got to pay C.D. Lamb. I got to pay some other dudes. So Trayvon Diggs, I got Deron Bland now, so I'm going to draft the Trayvon Diggs replacement. And we're gonna rock and roll that way. Just off of that one play? No, like, well, that you're was you ready to take him out right. off of that. No, you know damn well he ain't off that one. <laughs> I know. Play. I just, yeah, this is <laughs> a lifetime just, achievement. Lifetime achievement here for hey, Trayvon Diggs. Been here for but two years. That was three the years? that was the 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 final nail in the coffin there for me. It was like, okay, you, wow. I can't have you on my defense. Oh, you need your you need wow. your cornerbacks on jacked up, right? No, see, that's the thing. I, that's the wow. thing that everybody was like, what do you want him to hit like a linebacker? No, I just want him to. I wouldn't mind it. Or just like knock the ball out of the guy who's juggling it 40 yards downfield, which ends up being maybe the single biggest play of the game because then that propelled the Niners to do something special. Just be a corner, be in coverage. Yeah. You don't have to take the dude's head off. You don't need to be Ronnie Lott. But just like go, play the football. Just play the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, like do your job. Play the football, definitely. Trey Diggs puts me in a weird situation because yeah. like me as a person, my, my personal constitution of uh, like the way that I view it, I am very much uh, Ted Ginn, do not get into contact if you don't need to. Oh, like, business decisions. Either lock it, just right. like getting just down. Only necessary contact. That being said, like I absolutely, am, I'm with you on that. Where it's like, yo, you play football, man. Like, there's some level of this where you got to be able to do some of these things. What and about when he was out there popping football. your man out there in a? I guess it's the Sandy Bengals. What about that? Yeah, dude, week two was well, awesome. That's, yeah. the, that's the only reference you can give me. <laughs> <laughs> In the entire duration of his time here. Like the Giants game, he was out there, you know, and messing around a little bit too. He was doing some hitting that day too. And that makes it the more. The Giants game on the road. I more remember that. Makes it more frustrating because you know he's capable of it. Yeah. But he he neglects to do it. I'm not taking his, getting his replacement already. I mean, he's going he gonna to get his money this offseason. Gentlemen, we got to run. Thank you so much for your thoughts oh, on yeah, our topics. You, yeah, shut uh, up, some, KG. Sorry, timestamp. Sports. Uh, sports. Some of the time. <laughs> that, <laughs> 7 to 11. News. Plenty of it. I like that, man. That's the attention to detail. You, you, got you, you got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. Okay, thanks so much to Lucius Alexander the Pimp Cup. Carter Freeman coordinating your video. Yeah, we'll check and she a follow. Brian Broaddus, I'm Gavin Dawson. Until tomorrow at 2, you're going home with the G-Bag Nation at ease. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.